Back to Jewel Masters with me, Nick. And me, Ali. Hey. Hey. Picking up where we left off. Yeah. On our grand adventure through the uh, the, the Rainbow Land. I nearly mm-hmm. called it the Spectrum Islands. I don't know where that came from. That's <laughs> maybe just better. So uh, so when we left off at the, like, in the last episode, yes. um, we were both going to investigate some weird sounds. Mm-hmm. I had some bubbling hissing and you... I had some tickling bells in the forest. Okay. So I think I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay, yeah. So there you go. That's fine. So I will, I will recap. Uh, the long climb through the sweltering heat of the Palace of Flames soon has you dripping with sweat. You're about to mount yet another grand staircase when a strange bubbling and hissing attracts your attention in a large vestibule nearby. So have you recorded the word treaties? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, I am going to investigate these sounds and I'm going to turn uh, to 156, but I have to wait. So that's a perfect opportunity for you to carry on. Okay, well, um, I left in the fork in the tracks in the forest. So there were two muddy tracks. One goes off towards the music, which is flute music, but I've already investigated that. You have, you've been down there. Uh, The other is where I think the tinkling bells might be coming from, but that is kind of a gloomy path. But I'm going to follow the gloomy path. So I'm going to turn to 189. And what is there? Right, so LDC. Nope. So, do you have the code word saltpeter? Uh, no. Good. Right, so the path winds this way and that until the beautiful music is no more than a memory. The silence of the forest is becoming oppressive when you come face to face with a vision of perfect beauty. A woman clad only in a gossamer green veil stands beside a green pool, combing her hair languorously. You are instantly charmed by her shy smile, but your magical training warns you to be careful. She beckons to you gracefully, and as you walk towards her, you're surprised to see that she wears a magnificent bejeweled diadem upon her brow. It has a diamond, two rubies, and three emeralds, just like the fabled diadem a rulership, fashioned by the great sorcerer Spellbinder to aid him in his sorcery. Sounds cool. It's one of the artifacts. She senses your interest in the diadem. Oh, I've got a picture. Just turn the page. <laughs> she's nudie. Ah, oh, really? Well, she's Show wearing me. like a see-through top. She's very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> she's got weird eyes. Anyway, um, I've forgotten where I was. She senses your interest in the diadem and walks to a great willow tree that shades the pool. Before you can stop her, she has somehow disappeared inside the great trunk. She must be a tree nymph or dryad. If your opponent's paragraph is headed by LDC, I turn, but yours isn't. No. So now I must wait. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, the stench becomes almost overpowering as I enter the vestibule. You gag and then vomit, then freeze in fear. The floor is a heaving mass of pus. You are standing on it and it is sticking to your boots. Two great red eyes float towards you in the massive yellow slime and a column of congealed pus rears up to engulf you. In the middle of the room is a bed of glowing coals. Nestling amongst the red hot coals are three strangely shaped brown and green rocks covered in red spots. The bones of the earth. The slimy creature threatens to engulf you. You are standing on Origob, demon lord of slime, from whom everything that is rank and corrupt, blasphemies of nature, were engendered. (laughs) He is one of the three demons of the Rainbow Land. 
my goodness. You remember the teachings of the old sages, but which is the word of power, the true name of this demon which will allow you to command it to your will? You have time to cry aloud just once before you are engulfed. Will you cry Mamal, Barak, or Ashmodel? Oh my goodness. <laughs> You're so having I, such a bad time. I'm having a really bad time. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm supposed to have probably learned this from somewhere. Yeah. But I'm going to have to guess uh, because I don't really recall my so, you know, sage training. What are you going to base your guess on? Well, I'm going to base it on... I've heard stories of, of like disgusting gods and creatures. I think there's one in Warhammer 40,000 for the for the chaos is, is a disgusting okay. sort of pus god. And what word did he respond to? Well, this, yeah, I didn't know him personally. <laughs> so um, I feel like Mamal mm-hmm. is the right sort of name for something like that. Barak sounds a bit more sort of like war. Aggressive. Aggressive. And Ashmodel sounds more like end of the world darkness sort of thing. This is just... Out of nothing, Out of your ass. apropos of nothing, but Mamal, I'm going to go for. So that's two seven six. This could be the end of me. You cry aloud, but the demon Oregob takes no heed. <laughs> Great. A wave of pus breaks over you, and you are swept out of the room. You pick yourself up and run down to the courtyard as fast as you can, but you have suffered the touch of Oregob, demon lord of slime. Your skin erupts into pus-filled boils, and the inside of your lungs begin to fill with slime, in which you will soon drown. Lose one life point. You will lose one life point for every weight that you are forced to make as time passes. You haven't forgotten all of the advice of the old sages concerning demonology, however, for you remember that the flames of the phoenix can cure you of this vile pestilence. You invoke the portals without more ado. Wait and lose another life point. Oh my goodness. So that's two or one? So that's one. So now I'm down to 13. (laughs) I don't even need to do anything. I just need to skip around in the forest and wait for you to just die of some... Disease. The thing is, yeah, I've got to go find this phoenix now. The phoenix, the flames of the phoenix that can cure me of this vile pestilence. And I will use lose one life point for every weight. So, if you are still alive, where will you travel on your quest for the one phoenix? The Garden of Contemplation, the Citadel of the Skull, the Rainbow Inn, or the Sea of Glass? I mean, how... How are you supposed to know? How am I supposed to know? I might go to loads of places and, and get it all wrong. So what's it called? Well, the... if you can't hack this world, then you're clearly not the flames cut of out the to phoenix. be a, the jewel master. Okay, well, I've got to wait anyway, so it's your turn. Okay. So while you're off filling your lungs with pus, I face an equally tough time. Um, so do I ask the Dryad's advice? That's the, that's the thing I'm oh, toying Oh, it's so with. hard for you. It is. So if I'm a druid... And merely wish to ask the dryad's advice, turn to 249. But I can't, I suppose, so choice is taken away. I'm not a druid. No, you're not. Ah, <sighs> poor me. <laughs> so if you wish to obtain the diadem, turn to 389. If you'd rather invoke the portals, I may do so here. What now, was the first option? Try and take the diadem. Try and take, well, if I wish to obtain it, turn to 389. I mean, she is a nymph. She's probably kind of a bit... She'll have some tricksy scales. Yeah, she's probably a bit pesky. But I feel like <laughs> I can't just be going off this way and that and not following things through. The thing is, is that we're on this quest to find artefacts to be able to defeat Yeah, exactly. Other. So I think I should give it a go. Yeah. And the thing is, even if something happens to me, you're in way worse a situation. So oh, right. So that makes it okay. <laughs> yeah. Even Whatever. if I lose like five life points, I'm still well, well ahead of you. So I'm going to go to 389 and see if I can get it. Because I want me some bling. <laughs> right. LDC. So, the Dryad will not give up the diadem, who would have thought. Who would have thought. She has no idea what it can do, but she loves the sparkling stones that catch the light so prettily. You cannot open up the tree or reach the diadem in any way. Your only chance of taking it is to set fire to the tree and the Dryad within. 
Ooh, wow. Dark. If you decide to collect some dead wood and start a fire at the base of the willow, you may. Otherwise, all you can do is invoke the portals. Ah, oh, that's so mean. I have to wait now so I can I can mull this over. Okay. Mm. Well, you mull that yeah. while I slowly die. Yeah. Um, I think my best chance of finding this phoenix... Well, I know what's at the Rainbow Inn because you've been there. I shouldn't know that. You shouldn't know that. No, no. but I don't feel like a phoenix. A legendary phoenix would be no. at some sort of pub anyway. <laughs> I've been to the Citadel of the Skull and did not have much success there either. <laughs> but the phoenix, it does feel like the phoenix could be there. But actually, yeah, that's but an is evil that a place. Trick? There's the Garden of Contemplation, then, or the Sea of Glass. I like the sound of the Sea of Glass. Well, glass is made in heat, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. I'm going to try the Sea of Glass. Doesn't sound like you should be contemplating at this time. Time is of the essence. I don't know. I feel like the Garden of Contemplation could be a place where you could be healed. True. Maybe do that after you sort out the pus-riddled lungs of yours. Okay. So, the portal vanishes behind you, and you slip on the smooth, reflective surface of the sea of glass. <laughs> Whoop. Uh-huh. I fall over, bonk my head, and lose ten, ten life points. No. <laughs> as far as the eye can see, stretches a dead, flat plain of blue crystal, like a sea frozen in time. The only breaks in the uniform landscape is a series of blue crags in the distance, in which you can see the dark openings of caves and a magnificent range of spiky mountains stretching towards the blue sky-like pillars of frost. Underfoot, you can penetrate the glare to see several fathoms down into the clear blue crystal. Have you recorded the word cheetah? No, I haven't. Okay. Invisible currents of blue magic stir the air, the sorcerous magic of the mind. If you have TXF, then I turn to something. No. In that case, I get a weight, which means I lose a bit of life. Oh, no. It's bad. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, your turn. (sighs) Well, I can either go and just go off somewhere else, or I can set fire to the tree. I feel really bad about it, but I feel like... There's no point coming all this way and then not going through with it. The thing is, obviously, if you're a druid, you'll get it. Yeah. So there will be something out there that you can get without having to do something evil. Because I'm a wizard. Yes. Yeah. But this so, is not one of those things. No. So either you have to go wait and find that thing, or you become an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you can make that decision based on what you want it to be. I think I'm going to do it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel really bad. But I don't just want to sh- turn back and have nothing to show for it. I've come all this way down the windy path. What, you so... walked like for like two minutes down yeah, the path? Yeah, I know. Oh my goodness. And um... they're all going to laugh at me if I go back up Who? there. All the, the flute-playing little know. pixies. They don't know what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, they saw me. They saw me go down here. I'm going to have bits of my hair and they'll be like, you've been down there, haven't you? <laughs> and I'll be like, no... Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to do it. I'm going to set fire to the tree oh, with me. the nymph inside. I'll probably regret this, but hey, what's life for if not regrets? <laughs> right, LDC. <laughs> no. The dry wood burns easily and before long the trunk of the willow smokes and then catches fire. There is a scream from the dryad within the tree and the diadem is thrown out to land at your feet. You pick up the diadem of rulership as the tree nymph implores you to put out the fire. It is too late. Oh no, the fire has taken hold and the branches of the tree have become a canopy of flame. You're forced back by the heat and the flames from the willow become the dryad's funeral pyre. Oh no! You walk into the trees, her screams still ringing in your brain. Record... Oh no, I've got to put a word down. Clearly that's the scream word. I've got to record this word. Oh, really? Yeah, and clearly that is its effect it's had on my 
sanity <laughs> that uh, I will forever carry this word. Nice. If you are a druid or a white wizard, I am. Turn to four one nine. Aren't I? No. You're um, a magician, aren't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Okay, so I didn't do that. Otherwise, you crown yourself with the diadem and invoke the portals. Uh. Hell's yeah. So worth it. <laughs> I don't know if it was worth it. I feel really bad. Um, now I have to wait. Okay. So I may set out towards the Frost Peaks or the Crystal Caves, neither of which sound like a place that a phoenix would be. No. Or I could invoke the portals, leave the Sea of Glass... Visit the Tower of Immutable Paradox, the Silvered Spires of the Palace of Flames, or the Rainbow Inn. There was a place in the Palace of Flames as I was going up the stairs. I turned off to go investigate the bubble. Oh, yeah. It could have been down there. Could have been. Hmm. A phoenix is going to be in, in the Palace of Flames, isn't it? Possibly. I'm going back to the Palace of Flames. Off I go. Don't make the same mistake you made last time. That's my tip. So, as we've been here before a couple of times... A uh, madman's vision of hell, a haze of incredible heat makes everything waver like a mirage, but the brass palace of flames is so large that you'd have trouble believing it in any case. Fifty levels of brazen walkways which circle and intertwine around it are as real as the hairs on your head, and two great bulbous domes top the palace. So, I have another weight, and therefore lose a life point. Which, so you're down to what? Eleven. Eleven. That's your lucky number. Mm. So, maybe it's, that's it now. Right, so I'm now, again, invoking the portals. Where will I go? I'm going to try the phoenix crags. What? What? Is that where you are? I'm looking for a phoenix. Oh, I'm going to go to the phoenix crags. Okay. <laughs> okay, I should have looked at the map, shouldn't I? That hasn't come up as an option for me, though. Oh, well, you can't go there, then. I'm going to go there. I'm going to kill the phoenix. Oh, I see why. Because certain places are linked to certain others. You can only go to certain places. That map places. would probably be quite useful, actually, to yes. look at before yes. we make decisions. <laughs> Massively. What are we, some kind of competent leaders or something? <laughs> no. Right. Do you have XDT? Uh, no. Okay. You are at the Phoenix Crags. Hey. Hey. You step out onto a ledge at the side of a great mountain. You can sense the presence of magic here. Red and blue spells may be cast in this area. Below you, a chasm yawns, a thin silver of blue marking the distant river at the bottom. Up above, Tower Magnificent... What? No, right, I get it now. Up above, Tower Magnificent, awe-inspiring crags, clawing at the yellow skies with gnarled fingers. No, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes your head spin to look up or down. A path leads from the ledge to an easily accessible mountain slope on which rests a hut. <gasps> Maybe that's where the phoenix lives. Oh, goodness me. Another goat trail winds up a great crag directly above you. This crag is also accessible by a straight climb upward. Behind you, a cave mouth opens invitingly. If your opponent has recorded the code word Mouser, have you? No. Okay, well then ignore that. So I may cast... Right, I won't read any more. Don't read that. No, it's a secret. So I can't remember how the ambuscades work. Oh, so this is really obvious what you're about to do. No, but... You no, have I a number just... of ambuscades. If you want to use one, cross it off your uh, magics, because you've used it. And Is then all record... of my magic an ambuscade? No, they're called ambuscades. Oh, okay. So if you don't have any, then you can't leave one. It's like a trap. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So maybe I'm writing something, maybe I'm not. <laughs> Who knows? Okay. So I can investigate the hut, follow the track upwards, climb directly upwards or into the cave. 
But I'm going to investigate the hut, I think, because someone might live there. I don't have to wait. I can go straight on. That's great for you. Yeah, it's great for me, actually. So can you just wait while you're dying? Just wait for me. Yeah, I'll just wait for you while I die. Do you have XDT? No. Okay. You ascend the slope towards the hut. As you near it, an old man, white-bearded and wearing grey robes, steps out to meet you. Something about him makes you feel uncomfortable. Will you attack him or talk with him? (laughs) Hmm. Mm. I'm going to talk with him, but I must wait. So it's your go. Right. Well, now that I have this this map, which I should have looked at a lot earlier, Uh obviously, um, I'm going to head in the right direction for the Phoenix Crags, which does mean that maybe we'll meet up and something will crack off. So, um, I'm going to invoke the portals and go to the Citadel of the Skull, which is just where I, it's just the way I have to go. I've got to go via this place. As the portal disappears, you find yourself looking into the moor of an enormous skull. The Citadel of the Skull stretches towards dark skies above you, the red flicker of torches lending the hollow eye sockets an infernal glow. So, um, have you recorded the code word grieve? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, Okay. Um, in that case, I have to wait. Goodness me, this is going to take me so long and I'm going to lose so much life just to get to the crags. And even then, who knows what's going to happen. Aww. I'm going to be half, no, like three quarters dead by the time I get there. I think. <laughs> we may have to start the game again if I die. <laughs> so you're waiting now, are you? Yeah. Okay. So I am going to talk to the guy. So I'm going to turn to 713. Um, I've just noticed all of mine are odd numbers and all of yours are evens. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Right. Do you have XDT? No. Good. Right. The old man greets you, speaking in a surprisingly rich and resonant voice. Shall I do the voice? Yes. I see you are one. Richer. Oh. I see you are one who would be Jewel Master. Excellent. My powers are not inconsiderable. I could aid you, but first you must perform a certain task for me. Uh-oh. A mm. sexual task? It's no. probably, yeah. <laughs> I live here in the crags with my daughter, but the Efriti of the Palace of Flames hold no love for us. Some days ago they came upon us and with terrible magic stole my daughter from me. She now languishes in the dungeons of the palace. I saw her. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, I saw in the her dungeon. in the dungeon. Oh, my God. Return her to me and I shall grant you a boon. A boon? Yeah. Oh, wow. With that, he gestures and you find yourself amidst the colours of the Nexus once more. Oh, you've so left. I, yeah. Oh, we don't have to worry about bumping into each other for now, then. I have a code word I have to um, put Record. down. If I can spell it. Um, okay, so now I can travel to the scorched sands of Acnaton, the house of Morsulus, or the forest of Arden. If you look at the map, you see where where you've got to go. Yeah. You've got to go to the Palace of Flames, haven't you? Yes. And you see and where you are. Phoenix Crags. So, you've got to go via all of these okay, other places. Okay, so it, it makes sense to go to the scorched sands because that's sort of heading in the right direction. So mm. I will go there. Okay. But yes, I've got to wait first. So over to you. Of course you do. Right, okay, I am heading onwards to the Forest of Arden. Okay, okay, oh goodness me. Right. The portal disappears behind you and you find yourself surrounded by trees at the centre of a small clearing. The sun beats down but within the trees is dark gloom. It is silent in the clearing and you feel alone, far from the security of your fellow men and their dwellings. Although you can hear nothing, the forest feels full of life, full of unseen eyes spying on you. This is a place enchanted with green magic, a place where nature is untouched by man. And of course you've been here. 
Uh, have you recorded the code word Livy, L-I-V-Y? No. Okay. So there's tinkling of bells and piping of piping, piping of flutes, uh, strangely bright and clear through the trees. Um, and there are two muddy tracks leaving the clearing, mm. but I have to wait. All right. So it's your turn. And you lose a life point. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> nine. What are you now? Nine. Oh, no. Yeah. Jeez, I actually want you to find the phoenix because I don't want you to die. I don't want to die either. I want to be the one to kill you. I don't want you to just die. Well, to be honest, you can take advantage path. of this fact and just come to the phoenix crags and come and finish me off. Yeah. No, a, I'm, I'm happy. We have a three-episode podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, PNH. You yeah. find yourself standing in an open expanse of desert. All around you stretches the endless sands, baking in the burning sun. Here, a lively, vibrant civilization once thrived, but time, tragedy and sorcery reduced the land of Aknaton to desert. You sense that there's no colour magic in this area. No spells will work. Ahead of you, the desert ruins... Sorry, the desert runs into some sand dunes and to your right, some distance away, shimmering in the heat, some rocky hills swelter under the sun. You may investigate the hills or the dunes, but you must wait unless you have a steed. So I don't have a steed. I can invoke the portals, but I've only just got here. So hills or dunes. When you say you must wait unless you have a steed. Yeah. Does so it say I guess, wait slash steed? No, it says you must wait unless you have a steed. Right. In which case you can immediately turn to the next paragraph. So that's quite cool. Um, so what have I got? Sand dunes. So no, a, a steed allows you to go to the next paragraph. Yeah. You have to wait. Yeah, I have to wait. So I'm just thinking what I'm going to do. Oh, I see. All. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So chill out. Pus, uh. pus boy. Um, <laughs> pus girl. Right. No, okay. Go over to you. I'll think about it while you Give do a little thing. thinky. Yeah. Okay, I'm carrying on and I'm going to the Phoenix Crags. Oh, I go to 506. Grid reference 506. Oh, goodness me. I am hurting. <laughs> XDT. But no, because you're somewhere else. You're at the Phoenix Crags. You step out onto a ledge at the side of a great mountain. You can sense the presence of magic here. Red and blue spells may be cast in this area. Below you, a chasm yawns, a thin sliver of blue marking the distant river at the bottom. Up above, tower magnificent or inspiring crags. See, I managed to say it. <laughs> Clawing at the yellow skies with null fingers, it makes your head spin to look up or down. So a path leads from the ledge to an easily accessible mountain slope on which rests a hut. Another goat trail winds up a great crag directly above you. This crag is also accessible by a straight climb upwards. Behind you, a cave mouth opens invitingly. Have you recorded the code word Fafherd? Yes, I have. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. I turn to 546. Why would you do this? <laughs> Why? Why would you do this? Why? This is the first time though anyone's been ambuscaded. Yeah. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm kind of excited. <laughs> uh, you don't have XDT, do you? Um, no. If I wish to cast a dispel trap, you sense an ambuscade and negate it with your spell. I do actually have one of those. Are you going to use it here? Um, I am, yes. Yep. I'm going to use dispel trap. Pow. And so I avoid all of the the bad stuff that would happen, and I have to ask you to cross off your code word that you wrote down, okay. which is Fafford. Was it Fafford? Yes, yes, it was. So now I can investigate the hut, follow the goat track, or climb directly upwards, or enter the cave. But I must wait before doing so, so it is your turn. I lose a bit of life. Okay. So I decided to go for the dunes, uh-huh. because 
like the other thing was really far away. The jeans are right in front of me, so I thought, let's go to the Hang jeans. on, I thought you were heading to the Palace of Flames to rescue that princess. Yeah, but in order to get there... like I can to invoke the portal. Yeah, and I haven't had that option yet. Usually when you arrive in a place, you always get the option immediately to invoke the portals. Oh, God. Well, I've... You turned already to the moved page on. now, so oh, I, I don't see. know where I am. <laughs> Let's go look you're at so the You're so focused, Comus the Curious. I know, I'm just curious about everything. It does seem that way. I suppose you're playing it right. Um, right, I know you don't have PNH, do you? No. So I set out for the dunes. However, the shimmering heat causes a confusing mirage. The dunes are much further away than you first believe. God damn it! <laughs> the heat is terrible. Soon you are dry, dusty and desperate for water. The terrain is inhospitable. Nothing can live in this heat. If your water bottle is full, you drain its contents. Oh, goodness me. Uh-oh. So dum, where's dum, my... Dum. Where's the... Yep. Water bottle full. Uh-uh. Empty. Oh, balls. Right, okay. It is now empty. If your water bottle had already been emptied, you become dehydrated and lose two concentration points and five life points. Luckily, it was full. So if I had a steed, I'd get to roll a dice, and depending on the result, I could do something. But I don't. Right, you may press on towards the dunes, in which case I turn to page 11, or I can invoke the portals. Oh, now And my options are then Phoenix Crags or Sacred Grove. And Sacred Grove is in the direction I want to go. But I do wonder what's on page 11, because that's really early in the book. But no, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the Sacred Grove. I need to stay focused. So, um. (laughs) You haven't been focused at all. No, I (laughs) Staying focused means nothing to you. Um, so. Yeah, I have to wait now before I go there. Okay. So over to you. So the first thing I'm going to do is use one of my lesser magics, which is heal, which I've just noticed I have. Oh, that's a good idea. Which gives me plus four life, but I've used (laughs) that up now. I can only use that the once. Oh, no. So now I go up to 12, because I need to keep myself alive to find this phoenix. And I'm going to follow the goat track upwards. I'm not going to climb, because I know what will happen. You'll climb, and the rock face will fall away, and I'll lose 78 life, whatever. So I'm going to turn to 606. Well... There's a giant picture of a phoenix in front of me, hey. so I think I might be heading the right way. Do you have, have you recorded the word lilac? No, I haven't. Uh, you scramble up the treacherous rocks. Soon you're at the top of a great crag. Beside you is what appears to be some kind of nest. Oh my gosh! Amidst the foliage rests an emerald stone. You recognise it as the gem of the fabled Ring of Summoning. All you would need is the gold band to accompany it, and then you could use its powers to summon your enemy to you, wherever you are. <gasps> Just as you're about to take it, there is an ear-splitting shriek, and a gigantic beast swoops out of the sky. It is a golden bird, a phoenix, and yellow flames play all over its body. It swoops close to you, bathing you in its fire. Surprisingly, this has no effect. But if you've been cursed with a rotting sickness by a slime demon, you find that the flames expunge the disease. Yay! Yes! The phoenix is turning once more, this time intent on knocking you off the crag. If you are able, you can wait, and cast either a phantasm... Or a spirit of flame spell. Oh my god, I've got spirit of flame! Oh. Otherwise you can attack it or hurriedly invoke the portals and go somewhere else. Right, so so I have to wait before I can cast my spell, basically. Mm-hmm. So I will wait and it's your Okay. Turn. And I'm no longer dying. Hey! Yes! Right, so I've arrived at the Sacred Grove. The Sacred Grove is a large area of lightly wooded meadows in the valley of the river Azurane. As you step from the portals, the sun is about to set, throwing a warm blush of crimson and flame orange over the trees and the grass. The great waterfall is turned pink in the evening light. Beyond the waterfall is a circle of oak trees, and within them, two concentric rings of standing stones. The sacred grove is a place of both white and green magic, but it is here, within standing stones, that the druids meet to perform the rituals of rebirth. 
If your opponent has recorded the code word whirlpool. Nope. Okay. If you would like to cast an ambuscade, right? No, I shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> <laughs> you just can't do it again. No. Um, right, I have to wait. Down a little word. No. Okay. <laughs> well, if I do, I'll do it in a. Little the good bit. thing is, and I, yeah, the worst thing you can do is say the code word, obviously. Yeah. But um, if you do, I, it doesn't matter. Right. So I'm going to cast Spirit of Flame, which uses one uh, concentration point. So my concentration points get down to thirteen. And then I turn to 746. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. This could have all worked out for me. Oh, it's knowing my luck, it probably hasn't. <laughs> uh, you summon up a spirit of flame just in time. Subtract the necessary CP. Oh, I have. The crackling flame like being surges towards the phoenix and they begin an awesome battle. Unfortunately for you, <laughs> the oh, no. spirit of flame is forced too close to the gem and the emerald stone suddenly shatters from the destructive power of the spirit. Oh, goodness me. Oh, no. Okay. So I'm not going to get that. I'm just, uh, I'm just writing that down. So I've got to write down what? that happened. That you messed up. <laughs> Basically. Abruptly, the spirit winks out of existence, defeated by the phoenix. You have no choice but to invoke the portals. You can go to the scorched sands of Akhnaton. <gasps> That's where I was. The house of Mausolus, or the forest of Arden. But I must wait before doing so. Goodness me. Okay. I think that's a good time to end episode three. Okay. So, just to sum up, I have just defeated a phoenix but lost the emerald stone. Yeah. And now I'm faced with having to go somewhere else. But at and least you've not got a horrible pus disease anymore. Th- thanks for the bright side. Yeah. <laughs> and you? Uh, and I've just arrived in the sacred grove and I'm about to potentially encounter some druids who Brilliant. may or may not be nice. Cool. Well, catch us next time for the continuation of our epic adventure. Bye. Bye. This podcast, and others like it, is made possible thanks to our wonderful backers on Patreon. To support Big Punch Studios as we make comics like Afterlife Inc. and Seven String, games like Sandwich Masters, and podcasts like the one you've just been listening to, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash bigpunchstudios. For just $5 a month, not only will you help make everything we do a reality, but we'll also send you four copies of Big Punch magazine a year. That's over 180 full-colour pages of comic action, featuring Cuckoos, Orb, 99 Swords and Catamarang delivered straight to your door. This has been a Big Punch Studios production. For all things Big Punch, be sure to head on over to www.bigpunchstudios.com.